The CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome to a longer, wider field. There's Chad Johnson, he's got it! And Ocho Cinco! Welcome to the Waggle. I think Nick Dembski just got tipped. Hey, thank you, man. He just got a tip from a fan. That's his center to go back to the end zone, isn't it? Welcome to the Rouge. Down the sideline goes Ellingson. He's going to score. Touchdown. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Welcome to Three Down Football. Welcome to the CFL Gambling Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and CFL Jim. Breaking down another week of CFL DFS action. Of course, he is CFL Jim. I am Rod Gomez. This is the CFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Net- Network. <laughs> welcome to another show, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of DFS Style. Jim, buddy, welcome back on second day in a row, third, fourth, fifth, sixth week in a row. I don't know. I've lost track. What is up? <laughs> We're going to talk some lineups. Yeah, we are. We're going to get your DFS lineup set for week 10 in the CFL. Week 10, uh, everything we say just about every week, I feel like. But, yeah, I'm telling you, it's uh, it's crazy. Although, Jim, there is something that we must address, and this is what uh, our DFS site is telling us. There is a draft alert. Scoring for the 10 p.m. Eastern game between the Rough Riders and Elks on Saturday, 8-13 will be delayed all scores will be updated by the end of the game. They're already anticipating uh, a, a scoring issue. So just breaking news as we put I, out this episode. CFL DFS and scoring issues. Uh, uh, name a better duo. <laughs> I know, right? Go hand in hand. I, yeah. I remember one one week, in, a couple of seasons ago, maybe it was three or four seasons ago, actually, where they just didn't score. And then when they did, it was like they double scored and people were getting double the point it was just a wild day two weeks ago uh like the whole with the winnipeg game the winnipeg calgary game it was nuts they they were just like the scores were all over the place yeah it's it's kind of frustrating we always tell people on the nascar gambling podcast never check your lineups until the end because in nascar especially there's so much up and down that your driver can be First and oh, then 20th. Yeah. yeah, so you don't want to check your lineup as you're going. CFL's a little different. Obviously, they can't, they, well, they can take a touchdown away, but it's very rare that they do it 10 minutes later after the touchdown's been awarded. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a crazy ride. But, yeah, CFL DFS is almost as crazy as NASCAR DFS. It's, I always just try and, like, set it and forget it and check it at the end of each day. <laughs> So I'll check it like Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and see how I'm doing. Yeah, it's safer that way. I, I don't I don't know. Sweating in real time, man, makes me it makes me so anxious. And I'm already anxious as it is with all the stuff. I got all the right. bets for that. I have all the bets for like the, the end game sweat. The fantasy, I'll check after and be like, my boy I'll obviously like uh, when I'm when I'm watching my guys, like if I have a Steven Dunbar and I like see that he's going off. Or like last week. When I had Cam Phillips, and I was like, my boy's getting it. He's getting some stuff done. 
It's. I mean, he's fun to. I mean, there's a lot of fun stories in the CFL. This oh, yeah. is why we love spring football as much as we do. And I'll consider the CFL springish football, even though it starts somewhere in the summer or toward the summer. But yeah, I, I, this is why we love it. There's so many good fun. Like the tail end of spring. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we'll we'll call it spring football. Um, but I love it. I do very much so. Good storylines. Although, unfortunately, last week we kind of got it handed to us. Uh, explain your Kadeem Carey <laughs> grievance. Here. I just don't. So what happened with him? He got injured, and nobody really said anything. The practice reports were out, but you know, half the time with the CFL and practice, practice reports, reports with the CFL are s- all these leagues. Yeah, are so bad with the practice reports. Yeah, you couldn't trust much of anything, and then all of a sudden we find out Kadeem Carey's out. And Mills is in, and that tanked a lot of DFS lineups, most specifically yours for the week. I had so I had like I had nine lineups last week, and all of them except for one had Kadeem Carey in them. Oh, oof, woof, woof. Yeah, that's not good. I got hammered. Yeah, not that it would have mattered because like anyone who had Nathan Rourke just like automatically won, but. God, what a darling! And let's let's talk about that as we break down the DFS lineups that we like. Every week, obviously, unless this is your first week listening, you know this already. We give you our quarterbacks, our running back, our receiver, a flex, and our DST, our favorite picks for the week. And, of course, uh, we give you the favorite lineup as soon as we're done with that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look, as you look up and down this this week's slate, and one glaring thing stands out at you, and that is the fact that Nathan Rourke comes in as the most expensive quarterback, nay, the most expensive player of the week at $13,200. Jim, that is absolutely insane considering he was 12500 last week, but it's warranted, right? I mean, the the kid, if they're back on this hot streak, so his low point was week seven against Hamilton. 31 points after that against Saskatchewan. 50 points. Do they play the Elks again this season? Uh, I, I will, yeah. <laughs> I, anytime, I will just load up my fantasy team with BC players anytime they play Edmonton because this I, something about this defense mixed with, like, they just get up for it. I don't know what it is, but, yeah, they just, they're, they're maybe the hottest team right now. They're so hot. So I'm going to assume that Rourke is not your quarterback in this, in your lineups. Not a chance. If I get like, if I get a little pay bump this week, I might put another lineup with that. Might have some work in it, but no, he. Is, that's so pricey. It's pricey. It's super pricey. That's what I'm saying. Like you hardly can fit. And and we talk about value guys all the time and squeezing value guys in your lineup. But at thirteen, I mean that is that's way way. I'm more. zeroed out with my lineup that I'm going to give out as it is. I have zero dollars left. Yeah, there's no room for work. So. If you build a Rourke lineup, if you are brave enough to build a Rourke lineup, I want to see it. Get in the Discord and show us how you managed to do it. And I want to see it at the end of the week as well. I want to see it too because the crazy thing is if you're getting Rourke, you're going to want to pair him up with the receiver. So you're probably going to go for like a Rhymes or a Whitehead or a, a Hatcher. And those guys aren't cheap. Mm-mm. None of those guys. And for good reason again. Because, I mean, you see he almost they had three 100-yard receivers in the game. So, yeah, it's crazy. But... As it were, since none of us have Rourke, I just had to address that because, you know, again, it's it's going to be difficult if you want to fit him in at, at $13,200. It's, it's not going to be easy. It's not. So, uh, all right, Jim, well then let's give us the quarterback that you are on this week. So, 
before I do that, I also have to mention, like, Cody Fajardo is way too expensive for what he's probably going to be. He's injured, offensive line terrible. He's 10,300. Stay, I, I would stay away. Like, Easy. Edmonton's defense is very bad. Yes. There's a factor that, like, maybe they do that. But I there's so much up in the air with him. Don't trust it. I'm taking McLeod Bethel-Thompson and the Toronto Argos. Consistently, he just puts up points. He's got this good floor. He's 9,300. It was between him and Zach Kolaros and, like, I don't know. Zach Kolaros seems to be on, a, like, these last couple games being a little bit sloppier. He'll come back and win you the game, but Bo Levi Mitchell gives you that nice floor of... Sorry, uh, McLeod Bethel-Thompson. I get these three name guys mixed up each time. <laughs> McLeod Bethel-Thompson has this nice floor, and I think their offense can put up points. They, he puts up numbies, as the kids say. So this is a first in this show's history in that I'm giving you the exact same guy because our research both lands on the fact that McLeod Bethel-Thompson, just like Jim said, absolutely consistent. The only week that he did not give you 20 points within since week four is last week against Hamilton at 16.1. But then again, he didn't necessarily need to because Hamilton was shooting themselves in the foot all in the second half. All things considered, I think McLeod Bethel-Thompson is in for a much better day. And at Zach Kolaros' price at $9,900, you're barely getting like 12 points out of him last week against Montreal. And they're playing the, the Alouettes again. And I don't see him getting 15, 16 points in this as well. So... Yeah, I'm I'm on McLeod Bethel Thompson as well here because he's just consistent, just like you said, Jim. Exactly, and what the thing with Zach Kolaros is I don't want to take Zach Kolaros against bad teams. He seems to do way better when the competition rises up. Like when his games against Calgary, both over twenty points. When they played BC, he had twenty four points. But when he plays a team like Edmonton, it's down to thirteen. When he plays a Montreal team who we're not super high on, he's down to twelve. It's he rises to the occasion. He plays to the level of his opponents at least in fantasy-wise. So, I, I... McLeod Bethel-Thompson is in that sweet spot for me. He's in the sweet so, a, a sweet spot, but, you know, again, a $10,300 for for uh, Fajardo, that's insane. And then 9900 for, arguably, the, the quarterback on the best team in the league at 9900 Yeah, you're, you're definitely getting value for McLeod Bethel-Thompson here. Considering what you have <laughs> underneath him, you've got Bo Levi Mitchell, who we consider consistently talk about week after week. Look at the last two games. He got you not even double digit fantasy points as a quarterback. And last week against Ottawa, which we both agree is a much better defense than people give him credit for. Still only 4.48 points. Like you're not going to get anything for him. Worth noting too, Jim, keep an eye open on, on practice reports, even though we just down practice reports. Uh, Dane Evans sitting out of practice today may not play against the Argos. That loads up Matthew Schiltz as the backup quarterback uh, for the Ticats. And Schiltz with the Alouettes was basically a short yardage guy. He did come in a couple times, uh, once against Ottawa, 21 to 34 for 281 and a touchdown and interception. Uh, and then against Toronto, who, yeah, 12 of 18 for 212, two touchdowns. So he can be a a decent starting quarterback. And right now at, where is he at as far as price-wise? Um, Matthew, I just had him. Oh, he's at $6,500. So if you really want to go cheap at the quarterback position, keep an eye open. Uh, you know what else, though? Uh, I like that. Keep an eye on that because... I like our Toronto money line play from the last episode even more now. 
Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if Schilt starts, it's it's going to be a rough go for him. Um, I'm worried about my I'm worried about my Hamilton first half then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's actually true. Although, again, Schilt's not a bad quarterback in and of his own right. He's just not going not gonna to get the start unless uh, Dane Evans can't. And look, to be honest with you, Dane Evans wasn't necessarily all that effective last week either. So, um, yeah, he had 300 yards. Yeah, he had a touchdown. But, boy, you know, it was a rough go for him too. Uh, all right, let's move on to the running back position. Uh, who is your running back choice for this week? I'm done spending big bucks. I got burned on carry. I'm done spending big bucks on running backs. I'm going with Oliviera here. Um, against this Montreal team, they seem to be more comfortable running the ball, the Bombers do. And he's getting involved in the passing game a decent amount. I like it. He's getting he's getting more involved. They're getting, The Bombers are getting this run game going. And I just, he's only 6,800. If you want someone that's getting you near the production, like he's near the production of a Moro. Butler is still extremely overpriced for what he's been putting out fantasy-wise. Uh, Harris, I don't hate, but he's still like over 10,000. And Kerry, I don't, at this point, I don't know. I'm burned. I'm burned. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, and, and he probably is going to play, but even still... The value of Oliveira is fantastic. He, he definitely is a guy on the rise. Back-to-back weeks in which he's gotten you over 17 fantasy points. He got 17 against Calgary, 19 against Montreal. And they're starting to figure out how to use uh, their Canadian running back much like they did with Andrew Harris. And Oliveira is showing them why they, they let Andrew Harris go in the first place. This is what they were looking for out of him. Uh, they, they probably would have liked it out of um, their their other running back in there as well. But, you know, got, give him credit for being able to use uh, Oliveira. And Johnny Augustine, again, was the, the guy that they were hoping to, to be that guy. But he's not. It is Oliveira. And Oliveira is turning in better fantasy weeks than the likes of Butler, than the likes of Morrow slowly but surely he's putting it together and you know Winnipeg's been a running team they always have with Andrew Harris they will continue to be even though Zach Claris can throw the ball uh, they they would much rather hand it off to the running back so I love the value I mean I absolutely love the value at 6800 for Brady Oliveira um, fantastic play uh, I'm gonna go a different direction here and I'm gonna take Don Jackson of the Hamilton Tiger Cats it was gonna be my other pick like, right if I didn't go Oliveira, I was gone. Don Jackson, love it. No, and and look, either one of these guys, I think, is going to give you a, a solid day. Uh, Don Jackson coming in at seventy two hundred dollars for the Tie Cats, coming off a monster week, a career week for him uh, against the Argos, twenty five point four fantasy points. He had forty seven yards rushing, but where he really made his his hay was eight receptions, sixty seven yards, and a touchdown. You're telling me that that was with Dane Evans. Now Matthew Schiltz comes in. Hamilton wants to establish this running game. They need to establish. They cannot let McLeod Bethel-Thompson stay on the field for as long as he did last game. And so they're going to have to do that by controlling the line of scrimmage. They're going to have to give it to Don Jackson. But Matthew Schiltz comes in as the starting quarterback. Dump-off passes galore to Don Jackson. And that's going to be a huge PPR day once again for Don Jackson. at $7,200 again. I think he's got more upside than Butler. I think he's got more upside than Morrow, and I think he's got more upside than Harris this week. Especially at the price. You're getting him at a discount. They're going to be using him in the short yardage game like crazy. 
maybe you're worried at the goal line that they if they have Schultz, Schultz in there that like he gets the carries to kind of like go for that short yardage touchdown. But I the PPR the floor that he's going to have in this game is going to be nuts. If I mean either way, I think his floor is going to be massive. Yeah, I, I'm okay. Like I said, I'm okay uh, jumping down to that level, especially knowing what he did last week and. You know, all things considered, we know that another 25-point day is probably not in the cards. For the, It's hard for these guys to repeat, especially hard for running backs in this league to repeat gigantic weeks back-to-back. But, hell, give me 18. You know, give, give me 17. Give me something where I, I, for $7,200, if I'm getting two to almost three times the production from him, I'll take that, especially at this uh, late in the game and, and for a team that he's already seen. So, Yep, Don Jackson is the running back of choice. We had two really good value running backs this week, Jim. I, I like that call. Those were those were a couple of good calls there, bud. It lined up perfectly. It sure did. See, this is it. We're digging. We're digging deep for you guys to make sure you guys get the best lineups out there uh, week after week. It's not always the expensive players, right? It's not always the sexy names that'll get it that get you there. Uh, Don Jackson's a pretty sexy name, just objectively. <laughs> Yeah, he'll probably agree with you on that one. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's step away for a break. Come back for second down, and we'll give you some uh, running back or some wide receivers and some flex plays, and uh, and talk more about some DFS CFL action. But before we do, as we always do. Let's tell you about WinBet. Are you thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time, my friends. New customers, if you are, you get a hundred dollar free bet if you bet a hundred dollars with WinBet. What a deal! And if you're betting baseball, we know you like to bet multiple sports. We know because we, we do too. But if you're betting baseball, you got to check out WinBet. The reduced juice in baseball games make them the perfect place to bet. MLB Plus. The best part about it. WinBet never closes. The WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Let me say that again. A 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to stay in terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. I get my odds from a bunch of different books. I love to shop around. You love to shop around. But what I don't love is having 900 tabs open on my computer screen. Not only does it slow my computer down, but sometimes there's music playing from one and I don't know what it is and I get confused and I get scared and then I'm, I'm clicking bets that I don't want. All those days are over now. I have found a site and SGPN has found a site that has every single book that I can imagine Every single price from spreads to money lines to over-unders, all of them laid out for me perfectly. It's the only thing that I use now, shopping for lines for our CFL Gambling Podcast. What is it you're asking me? It's Odds Trader. Odds Trader you let, let you compare odds from all the major sports book. Plus, you can also compare the sign-up codes and promotion codes from Sportsbook to get the best deal. Not only that, Folks, you get all the research tools at your fingertips as well to make these bets. You get handicapping, play-by-play updates. You get live scores and bet tracking, player statistics, head-to-head matchups between the teams, historical performances against the spread, 
Man, I'm telling you, if you can think of it, it's there for you at your fingertips. It makes handicapping games, it makes betting games so much easier. Plus, you can keep track of all of your bets across all the different sports books. Put that pen and paper away. Use Odds Trader to get you all of your information right at your fingertips. Where do I go? Where do you go? Go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Get started. Oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Odds Trader, it's the number one site for all your game day bets. Run Your Pool is the home of competition. It's bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun from Pick'em and Survivor to Fantasy Pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. It's free to enter and some amazing prizes will be announced very, very soon. Hop in now to reserve your spot. Get in over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. All right, we will continue on now. Breaking down our favorite plays for the CFL Week 10 DFS slate. Jim, I'm excited to announce some receivers. So uh, who are you looking at? It's Cam Phillips. <laughs> it's, it's Cam Phillips again. Uh, every week. He got bumped up. Yeah, he's 4,200 this week. I still feel like that's a bargain. You're getting this Toronto team that I'm going to pair him with McLeod Bethel-Thompson. He's getting looks in the red zone. He's getting looks on, like, longer downs. He's a great route runner. He's consistent. He's putting up points, and he's still under 5,000. Yeah, how is that? Again, pricing in the CFL, right? It just gets so wacky. It's he's got, all I need at this price at forty two hundred. All I need is thirteen points, and you've and he got might, that. he might get up to twenty on some weeks. <laughs> he got up to eighteen last week, twenty one against Saskatchewan. I mean, he's always at there. The price you're paying, it's a it's a steal. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And spoiler alert, he's in one of my lineups too. Like this is we didn't we I mean we agree on him but he's not the one I'm gonna highlight but we definitely agree on him because at his price he's he's a free ticket like literally a free ticket to unlock just about anything else you want. Each week progressively he's getting more and more looks he's becoming a bigger part of this offense week in and week out and you're still getting him at this price just yeah. grab it. Three touchdowns in the last four games. You you really cannot overlook how important that is in DFS especially at his price so. Yeah, at $4,200, load up Cam Phillips. And again, we talk about a week where if you want to try to sneak in a Nathan Rourke play, a guy like Cam Phillips makes that a hell of a lot easier to do. Damn right it does. So, uh, all right, I am going to give you Greg Ellingson. The man is back. He is practicing. He's loaded up and ready to go. And it, listen, if you don't think that Greg Ellingson is ready to come back out and compete at a high level, you don't know Greg Ellingson. I've watched this guy play in Ottawa for several years, and that dude is a gamer no matter what happens. And I'm telling you right now, he's going to be ready to come back out. He's going to be ready to absolutely unload on the Alouettes. Look at what the pace he was on before he got injured. Uh, in week six against Calgary, he had 29.2 points. In week five against BC, 22.8 points. A down week in Toronto, eight points there. Uh, another down week in Hamilton, but he started off the season on fire already 19.4 points against Ottawa in week one 17 against Ottawa in week two so I mean Ellingson became uh Kalaros's favorite target quickly 
Uh, 11 receptions against Calgary, 7 against BC. Like, I mean, there's no question that when when Ellingson is healthy, Kalaros is going to look for him and look for him often. And now that he's back, boy, hang on. And this makes the Bombers money line, the Bombers everything, just that much more lethal now. So hopefully you got, you know, the Bomber, or hopefully the lines have tightened up a little bit uh, in the meantime so you can grab Bombers a little more reasonable of a spread. But, yeah, I mean, Ellingson's in for a big week uh, in his first week back from injury. Yeah, especially, I feel like he's in for a major week. He's going to get targets like crazy, and this does hurt Schoen as well, um, especially with Schoen being bumped up to 8,200. Like, you're not getting him at the prices that we've been targeting him at, at, like, the high 6,000s, 7,000s. I think this is the first week where I don't have Schoen in my lineup whatsoever. Isn't that weird? Feels weird, doesn't it? It feels very weird, because I feel like he's just, like, a touchdown machine. But... With Ellingson back, like you were just saying, he's going to get so many targets fed to him in a game that I feel can get pointsy against Montreal. And I think Zach Kolaros cleans it up from last week. Yeah, oh, he's got to. I mean, that's the thing about Kolaros. As as good as the Bombers looked overall, Kolaros was not really part of that. He did throw three interceptions. He had two touchdowns, yeah, but only 210 yards and 15 completions. Far cry from his Edmonton game where he only had seven completions two of them for touchdowns but I mean look Kalaros has not had to light the world on fire he's got a good defense behind or on the other side of him he's got a good running game so you know and he's got good receivers that he knows how to how to exploit oh yeah I just you're hit the nail on the head with he's back from injury he's gonna get a big target this is a good get right spot for him in a game that I think is gonna go over love it I do too. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's line up a, a flex play for everybody there, Jim. I I feel like each week you have to get some of this BC team a little bit. If you're going for the cheap play, I'm always going to say slot in Hatcher. He's he's always around 6,500 consistently, and he's going to get you a nice floor of around 15 points. He's he's and like any week. Any week, he could just go off. Any of these receivers could always go off, so why not just roll the dice on the cheaper guy? If you can afford him, he's expensive. Maybe go Rhymes because he seems to be getting a lot more targets recently. But Hatcher at that price, I'll take every week. Yep. So much so that I am right there with you. I have Hatcher in the flex as well and Cam Phillips in the flex uh, because I can't argue with that. Hatcher is a the lowest of the of the BC receivers as far as price is concerned, but he's still getting you decent production a la last week against Edmonton where he gave you 13.8 points. He was only $6,000 there, so he's still doubling up on you at least for value-wise. As Against Saskatchewan, he scored you 21 points. He was $5,700 in that case. Against Ottawa in week four, 32 points. He was only $3,600 in that case. So Keon Hatcher, when he is able to contribute, contributes. And that's that's really the long and the short of it. And you know, if you think BC is gonna get in a, a nice little contest with with uh, Calgary, and Calgary's pretty good at taking away the main weapon of the team, which in this in this case is definitely Rhymes. So I I'm look for Hatcher and uh, you know and maybe even um, some of their other receivers to to catch a few more balls just because of that. Is it Rhymes or is it or is it Whitehead or is it Burnham? There's they got so many weapons. I don't know who Calgary's gonna try and focus. That's another factor with this game. You gotta kinda like you have to you have to mind game who's Cal who Calgary's gonna try and shut down. 
Burnham being back is huge. I, we didn't even touch on that. That guy is a fantastic player. He's a gritty player. It's obvious that they missed him when he was gone, but when he came back, man, it was it was a big statement. 20 points in his game back. If you're thinking somewhere along those rhy- those lines, those lines, rhymes, <laughs> Burnham's $9,200 is what I'm trying to say. So just keep that in mind if you're, if you're really trying to get squirrely uh, at, at receiver, but, um, I, let me, let me also throw in, cause I know we both agreed on Hatcher, but I'm going to toss in Nick Dembski, uh, into this mix for, for, uh, Winnipeg. And this is a tournament play in that if they look, if somebody looks at what happened last week against Montreal, he only scored, he had one catch, no yards, like literally uh, about as close to nothing as you can possibly get in the DFS game without throwing up a, a huge zero. But Nick Dembski is an integral part of what the Bombers have been up until this point, and I think he's going to continue to be that way. He had 25 points against Calgary, 15 points against Hamilton, and Dembski can run the ball, Dembski can catch the ball, and he's been a sure-handed guy for Kalaros over the last couple of seasons. And just because he put up one point, Jim, last week, I wouldn't count him out this week. I wouldn't either. The issue for him with me is that he's 8,000, and I feel like if you pay up 200 more, I feel like shown still a better option just for the touchdown, like the touchdown targets he gets, but I'm not like out of the three receivers. I don't hate either old three. Like <laughs> Alex and I think is both of our favorites in the Winnipeg, but you could talk me into Dembski. I prefer shown, but I could be talked into him. Yeah. I mean, then shown really came on when Dembski was hurt. Once Dembski came back, then it was almost like Schoen was a little bit of an afterthought. So, you know, that they're starting to see where Kalaros' favorites are. And I say afterthought, but Schoen still caught three touchdowns in those games against Calgary and Montreal, right? He just gets so many targets in the end zone. He gets so many targets near the end zone. that like that's His ceiling is just always up there. Yeah, indeed. Um, all right. So we've talked a lot about flexes and receivers. Let's, uh, let's tell us what your favorite defense is this week. I actually had a little bit of money for defense. I might I might finagle this around and move stuff around a little bit, but I like Toronto against Hamilton, especially with the potential of a new quarterback coming in. I it's to me it's the second half collapses. Hamilton will start fumbling the ball. They'll start just having three and outs left and right. I think the the Argos are in a good spot. They're a havoc sort of defense. They just try and create chaos, and I think that opens the door to a lot of fun opportunities. It happened last week. I mean, an interception, a defensive fundable recovery, a safety, two defensive touchdowns. Like, all told, it was a 20-point day for the Argonauts. And we talked about this going into uh, against Ottawa, where they, I mean, they only scored three points against Ottawa, but before that, they were consistently double digits for the most part. It was 14 points against Saskatchewan, 19 points against Saskatchewan, 10 points against Montreal. So Toronto was pretty much scoring the, the best out of most defenses week in and week out with the exception of a couple of weeks here and there, but, you know, CFL defenses are tough to load up anyways because you look at even just what the the fantasy points per game is, uh, the best is the Stamps at 11.6 points per game and the Bombers at 10.3. That's not very uh, warm and, and fuzzy. No. No, so. it is not. I It's... I don't want to. I don't want to take the Elks. Like I don't want to. I don't want to save the money and take the Elks or the Alouettes because I feel like they could just get embarrassed. Oh, and they will. Believe you me. Uh, but what I will do is I'll take the other side of that Elks matchup and I'll take the Riders, uh, where they are forty six hundred dollars. They did not do well against BC. Spoiler alert. But 
how many teams actually do well against BC? Uh, how many DSTs do well against them? Uh, but I'm taking them based on, look, they, they already played this Elks team once. They scored 12 points for you. And 12 points at $4,600, that's close to three times. You know, a little under three times the turn. Uh, and for a defense to do that, that's not bad. Uh, two weeks ago against Toronto, or two games ago, rather, against Toronto, they scored 16. It gave you double, digit against, uh, double digits against Ottawa, 23 against Montreal, 22 in week one against Hamilton. So they're capable of putting points on the board as this Riders defense. And against the Elks, come on now. Oh, yeah. They're going to get plenty to work with there. That Elks offensive line is garbage. Yeah. Uh, and, and every, I mean, Cornelius is going to get sacked. Cornelius will probably throw an t- uh, um, interception or two maybe. But, yeah, he hasn't looked very still. And, and there's nothing there that scares me about this Elks offense. And this Riders defense is going to come with them absolutely with fury. So, yeah, give me the Riders at $4,600. I, I feel like that's a, a, decent, uh, a decent floor. For a DST this week. I like it. I like that quite a bit. Beautiful stuff. All right. We're going to come back from the break and we're going to give you our favorite lineup that we are going to play. Uh, Jim is, as give me a spoiler alert that I'm going to, I'm going to let him tell you after we get back from the break. Uh, so you're going to have to wait and listen to the spoiler about Jim's lineup when we come back from the break. But let's talk about Sleeper. It's the fastest growing fantasy platform today. It's got millions of players. You have one. Jim has one. I have one. Everybody at the SGPN has several leagues on there. And they just passed 4 million users. So you know there's a lot of other people on there. Now, you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like. Pick the over and the under. If you pick correctly, you're going to win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money that you put in. And with the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. And the reason I'm in, the main reason I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper is it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and we can all play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing. Down Download the Sleeper app now, play their new over-under game, and have fun with your friends and make some money on your mobile phone by joining our listener group over at Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper's going to automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode does not actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, all sorts of other prying eyes. That is why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communication, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's literally that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed so your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for you with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. 
IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you got to do, tap one button, you're instantly protected. You won't even know that it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP. Use the promotional code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com SGP. All right, Jim, it is that time of the show where we break down our favorite lineups. I have a feeling, buddy, that ours are quite similar <laughs> in a lot of ways. They, they probably will be. So I got one this week for everybody. One. I'm trying to focus in, get my mental. I had nine last week, and I carry in every lineup. I got screwed. They hammered me, so I back to the drawing board. One lineup. Here it is. McLeod Bethel-Thompson quarterback. Oliviera. Running back. Hatcher, receiver. Phillips, receiver. Rhymes is a flex. Ellingson is a flex. Argonauts defense. Dang. You went flip the script on it. You were like, nope, you guys are expensive, but you're still flex players. Uh, yeah, I, I, I flipped everything. <laughs> but look, Rhymes and Ellingson on the same team. That is monster, man. That upside of that lineup right there, if, if Rhymes goes ham, and Ellingson catches another 11 passes or so, dude, you are in the money. I love it. Love every bit of that. Um, all right. I'm going to go Zach Kalaros and Don Jackson as my running back. Uh, I'm going to take Greg Ellingson as well. I'm going to do that triple uh, Kalaros ellingson Demski. Again, I really I have a feeling that Demski is not going to be held down for long. He's too good of a player, too valuable, too gadgety to, to hold down. So it's ellingson Demski as my receivers. Uh, I've got Cam Phillips in there. I've got Keon Hatcher, and I've got the Saskatchewan Rough Riders DST as my uh, defense. Remaining salary $700. I am not zeroed out, so um, I'm okay. I, I might, I might, I don't know, see if I can find a better um, option than Hatcher, but, you know, once again, it's just a matter of who, who am I comfortable with at that price to, to queue up, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, and I am zeroed out. Like, I am fully zeroed out. I Beautiful. use my entire bankroll on this. Beautiful stuff. Um, all right, well, man, that was it. Uh, that was a lot of fun, breaking down another CFL slate for the DFS lineups. Um, yeah, I st stick around in the Discord for more talk about it all. We'll break down injuries and all. I mean, because there's a lot to keep an eye on. Like we said, keep an eye on that news in Toronto or uh, um, in Hamilton and if Dane Evans can't go, that that kind of puts a damper on a lot of things. But, uh, yeah, stay stay frosty. Stay on Twitter. Stay in the Discord for sure as we break stuff down. Uh, but, you know, Jim, look, I know the NFL is starting, and, and we're actually headlong into that season as it begins in the preseason. But, buddy, we uh, the people that say to me, it's football season, I always tell them it, it has been football it's season. It's been football season. It's been football season, y'all. Uh, I love it. All right, Jim, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? You can find me at XFL Jim on Twitter. I'm, I'm on Twitter way too much. You can find me on YouTube, XFL Jim. Those are my main two. Twitch, XFL Jim. Those are my main three. That's where you could be finding me. That's right. And, of course, just make sure to follow Jim. Not not just for, for CFL news and for XFL news and for USFL news and for just about every FL news, but he's just a fun guy. I'm so glad we met back in the XFL days, drinking the Bud Light seltzers and having a fun-ass time. So, uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. 
find all of my work on the SGPN Fantasy Football, or not Fantasy, the SGPN site. I do some of that as well. But I got NASCAR, uh, an exciting F1 gambling podcast episode coming out this week. You don't want to miss it. Uh, but yeah, just hang out with us at the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. We're always talking in that spring football channel about everything. So again, thanks for listening, everybody. Good luck in your DFS lineups this weekend. Enjoy your three downs and let it ride.